On today's episode of Locked on Canucks, we take a look at the Linus Carlson signing. How if you do decide to trade for JT Miller, it better be for something certain. And we look ahead at the Western Conference playoffs and next year's Western Conference breakdown and how the Canucks can shake up and potentially shake in to the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's Locked on Canucks and it starts now. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. I'm, of course, your host, Justin Pooney. You can find me on Twitter at underscore process sports. I want to thank you guys all for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast services. On today's Thursday, it's finally Thursday, May the 26th, some news popped off in Canuck land where the Canucks have signed Linus Carlson. You guys might remember Linus Carlson was the one traded for Jonathan Dahlin. Back in the day, remember Jonathan Dahlin was traded from Ottawa to Vancouver and a part of the Alex Burroughs trade. Carlson, of course, is 22, played 52 games in the Swedish Hockey League, led the team with 26 goals, second in points with 46, finished ninth in league scoring in Sweden, and was awarded the SHL Rookie of the Year. He's also tallied 11 points in 15 games uh, for Sweden. He was originally selected by San Jose in the third round, 87th overall in the 2018 draft, and was acquired back in 2022 in February, excuse me, for Jonathan Dahlin, as I just mentioned. So some news kind of breaking in Canucks land. Linus Carlson will uh, be making his way over to North America as GM Patrick Alvin stated. He's a good scorer who plays an impressive two-way game and is coming off an impressive, impressive rookie season in Sweden. And we want to see how he plays in the North American game. Now, I am very hesitant on this because, look, the NHL... Look, he's 6'1", 178, and he's playing for Team Sweden in the World Hockey Championships, the one team that lost uh, to Canada 4-3 today in overtime. Um, I don't know. If a 22-year-old prospect, now again, 22 is very young, but again, hockey is a young man's game, and I don't know if a 22-year-old prospect who's just signing his entry-level deal... Um, it's something we should put stock in. Um, yes, you know, had a wonderful year in Sweden this year. Um, we know Sweden, uh, Swedish Hockey League has uh, acquired great talent for the Canucks. Sweden has been a plethora of great talent for the Canucks over the years. Of course, one former Canuck in Sweden, Matthias Oland, will be inducted into the BC Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, but my biggest takeaway from this is, look, you're just adding depth to the pipeline that hopefully something might transpire. Um, 
I don't personally feel that Linus Carlson is going to amount to much um, when we look, go forward and look towards the future. Um, look, we all had high hopes for a potential Jonathan Dahlin or um, Nikolai Goldobin. Yes, yes. I'm bringing back skeletons of, of Jim Benning past. So if you're getting shivers, I apologize. But look, maybe he was 22 and just reached the top level of Swedish hockey. I'm not sold on it. I don't think it's something that um, people need to get all hyped about. Now, he's probably going to come in, play in Abbotsford, and who knows? If he develops the game right, gets bigger, gets stronger, um, something could pop off. But I'm not as wary or as, as excited to Linus Carlson signing as some people are. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, on some more serious news coming from the Canucks, um, Excuse me, coming from the Canucks umbrella. Um, Brock Besser's mother, Lori Besser, took to the family's caring bridge page, gave an update on Brock's father, Duke. Now, we all remember at the end of the season, um, Brock Besser was amounted to tears when uh, he released to uh, the media and fans that his father is dealing with dementia and it was weighing a heavy toll. Um, on him during this year. And I just want to extend my condolences, my thoughts, my prayers uh, with the Besser family at this time. Uh, dementia is a whole horrible um, ordeal or, um, you know, situation or disease um, for people to go through and uh, affects not only the person, you know, with dementia, but of course the family around them. And again, my thoughts and prayers uh, go with Brock Besser and his family uh, who have been dealing with um, a lot of health issues on, on the side. His father has uh, Duke, um, whether that was Parkinson's, um, can cancer, stuff like that. So um, it's been a tough ride, but um, I'm sure it's all Canucks Nation knows and all of Vancouver and the province of British Columbia are. We are behind the Brock Besser family one um, 1000%. So I just want to make sure I get that out there off the top of the show. Um, also coming up after the break, um, I didn't think I was ever going to talk about this, but I think my head has kind of been turned on the potential of trading JT Miller. So stick around after the break because we're definitely going to touch on that. And first I want to talk to you guys about built. We're asking, we've been asking and built delivered. Built granola bars are here. Built granola bars come in three unbelievable flavors. Chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. Want to try all three flavors? You can get a mixed box at built.com right now. These are so different from the bars and puffs. Built granolas are loaded with granola. It's the perfect combination of crunch and chewiness. But just like bars and puffs, these babies are packed with protein and covered in 100% real chocolate. With 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar, Built Granola Bars will change your world. Built has racked the, has cracked, excuse me, not racked, cracked the code to better granola. They're, they're the in your lunch, take on the road, or just eat as a simple snack. Um, and as they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So, 
You've been waiting for a healthy, delicious granola bar to hit the market. This is your time. Head to Built.com right now. Get the granola, the Built Granola Bars. Three delicious flavors to try. Chocolate, peanut butter, chocolate, coconut, and white chocolate berry. Don't miss out. You got to get yours today. Built. Go to Built.com to get Built Granola Bar. Special offer we have right now is go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKTEAM to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Again, I want to thank you guys all for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. For your next listen of the day, check out Locked on Now podcast. Now it recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. And, of course, it is free and wherever you get your podcast services. Guys, um, I you know me. I've been very staunch in my stance and very adamant that the Canucks will not trade 99-point man J.T. Miller. Well, I haven't changed my stance uh, that they're going to trade him, but I have opened up the realm of possibility that they may trade him. And in that case, I have decided on what a potential package for JT Miller, who scored, again, 99 points this season what the Canucks should get in return if they were to decide if a contract could not be met and JT Miller wanted out, what would they do and what should they acquire for JT Miller? So the way I see it as I'm a firm believer in draft picks, especially mid round picks and um, in certain draft years are a crap shoot. It could hit, it could be a bust. We don't know if I'm, Jim Rutherford, Patrick Alvin, and I determine I come to that difficult decision that I must trade JT Miller. I want a top pairing defenseman because that's what this team needs like no other and prospects, proven prospects that have a high ceiling. So, for example, as we all have probably seen and heard now, the potential JT Miller to New York trade was out there during uh, the season. And the package was, of course, uh, as reported, um, was JT Miller to the New York Rangers for defenseman Nils Lungfist, Philip Chittle, and a first-round pick sometime around the trade deadline. Now, of course, the Canucks were more interested in uh, Rangers' third-pairing defenseman, but very high-end prospect, Braden Schneider. Braden Schneider, of course, is a big right shot defenseman with, you know, everybody thinks he's going to be a top four defenseman. Right now, he's on their third pairing, but a lot of people could project him to be a top pairing defenseman, potentially pairing him with one Quinn Hughes. That's the type of deal I want. I don't want to get a first round pick, um, a late first round pick, because think about it. Teams that are going to be acquiring JT Miller are teams that are wanting to push for a playoff race or push for a Stanley Cup. And where do those teams generally select um, draft? Uh, later, uh, anything after 16 or 17. Um, so I don't think um, that the Canucks should just try to get... If you get a first-round pick, but also you're going to need a player that can step into the lineup and a high-end prospect. Um, and something that's proven. Now, people 
people might be like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't. The Canucks, if they trade JT Miller, still are in that window. They're not tearing down this team. As I mentioned yesterday, they still have three pillars of the organization still available to them. But that doesn't change the fact that if you trade Miller, excuse me, that doesn't change the fact that you're still going for a playoff push. If you, when you look at certain trades in in sports and in hockey, um, of course, there's like the salary dump, the rebuild, and then there's the deal that both teams win at. That helps them in the immediate future. And that is what the Canucks need to do with JT Miller. If you can acquire younger, cheaper players that can step in and help your team immediately, then you make that trade. Because not only do you save money on the cap, but you also get younger and you also get players that can help right now. You get value for it. It's all about asset management. If I'm going to trade, if why would I give up a valuable asset that I know is a proven commodity for something that potentially that's very volatile? A first-round pick could pop off, but also knowing the Canucks lock, um, you're not guaranteed anything, right? It could be a bust. It could be flame on be a bust for all we know. So the way I see things shaking down um, with this franchise and with this organization um, is if you trade JT Miller, you better make sure it's for something that's going to help you right now. I don't want to see... You know, a second round pick, a third round pick, a first round pick. I don't want to see that. I want to see this team acquire assets that can help the team immediately because that is what the goal should be. Immediate, immediate success. Shouldn't be that at all. Now, again, I don't think this is actually going to happen. I think this is all just negotiation ploys by one side, trying to scare the other out and price themselves out and get the best deal and leverage and all that fun stuff. I still think JT Miller will be here in Vancouver. But if they do trade him, it's got to be for value. And it's got to be something that can help the team right now. That is it. That is the biggest key um, to this franchise. So that's my little JT Miller talk. Final segment of the show, we are going to talk about I'm going to kind of look at the Western Conference for next year and see where the Canucks can fit in in the playoff picture. I know it's way too early, but hell, we all want something to look forward to with the Canucks. So stick around for that. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, last bit of the show, I Battle of Alberta, Game 5 tonight. Um, very, very big game, massive game. and. I simply wanted to go through today, right now, way too early, pre-free agency, pre-draft. And I kind of want to look at the landscape of the NHL's Western Conference and see where the Canucks will shake up in it. So, of course, we have Colorado, Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, Miko Rand, and Kale McCarr. 
that whole squad, I expect them to potentially win the Stanley Cup this year and be right back where they are supposed to be at top of the Western Conference. St. Louis will be there for sure. I like their team. Robert Thomas, great player. Um, you know, geez, totally blanked out there. You know, Ryan O'Reilly, um, Jordan Cairo. This team is a very solid team. And I like Craig Ruby as a coach, although um, his lack of spine to talk about racism and kind of brush under the rug was absolutely gutless and completely on par with the whole problem with hockey culture allowing racism to um, profusely professed um, and profusely just stink up this sport. And it's absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, that's kind of my little rant on that, which quite frankly, um, I wasn't really going to talk about, but you know what? I, I will talk about it because I feel this is an important discussion to talk about. Um, racism in hockey is real. It's alive. It's well, as we just saw in St. Louis. Um, after Nazem Kadri scored a hat-trick, played the game of his life. Um, and even before that, there's whole incident with Jordan Binnington, the whole water bottle throwing, the you know running into him, people, you know, calling him out and just saying absolutely gutless, horrendous things um, because of uh, his ethnicity. Now, look, most of you that are watching us on YouTube can tell I'm a person of color. I am not... Uh, I have a tan. I am Punjabi. I am proud to be a Sikh Punjabi and Indo-Canadian. Very proud of my heritage. But growing up playing hockey, and I'm sure a lot of people of color will tell you this, racism is something that you just grow to deal with. Um, you have people that call you names, say you know things that... From at least for myself personally, I had no idea what what the hell they were saying, what it meant. Um, and as kind of sad as it may sound, you become immune to it, and you're seeing that. You saw it. You've seen it with people like PK Subban, Wayne Simmons, of course, Nazem Kadri, Evander Kane, all the Akimalu, right? You see it at the pro level of our sport. You see it in the minor levels of our sports, the grassroots levels of our sport. And it absolutely needs to change. And then what have I been saying for the longest time? How do you fix this racist problem in hockey, this racial um, insensitivity, this exclusivity um, that hockey kind of, you know, casts a shadow upon? You need the biggest players in this sport to stand up and say, no, this is not what this sport is about. You need guys like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, whomever, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, whoever, whoever is out there to stand up and say, look, this game is for everyone, male, female, doesn't matter the color of your skin. All people are welcome at our arenas, at our games, and to come and enjoy, quite frankly, the greatest sport that I think is on planet Earth the fastest, the coolest, the amount of skill. Um, and that is the only way I feel that this will resonate. Um, it will never change. It will never fix it because some people are just nasty to a core and nasty and disgusting for life. Um, but but you need those high profits, those big name athletes to step up um, and speak upon these issues. You see in the NBA, you see in the NBA, we need it in hockey. Um, this world is... 
disgusting. We just saw the tragedy in in Texas. Um, we don't need. We have enough problems with people killing, trying to kill one another, uh, senselessly. But now to also attack people on a racial basis um, over a hockey game, it's not right. Um, and quite frankly, it's disgusting. It's sickening. And I wish it wasn't took place. It, I wish this type of actions and transpired in the sport I love the most, but it's become all too normal and it has to stop. And I hope one day, you know, five kids, lucky enough, they can go play hockey and they're accepted everywhere. And they don't have to worry about getting racial slurs thrown at them or whatever. It's just accepted globally. So um, that's my little racism talk that I wasn't going to talk about um, today. But when I saw St. Louis Blues and Craig Berube, it kind of just opened it up. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my thing about racism. And I think that it's it's something that's a very big issue. And it's probably a reason why the popularity of hockey is not as big as it should be. Um, so that's the way I think it, but trying to get back on track, I know it was a tough subject, but to get back on track of looking at where the Canucks kind of slot in, in the Western conference. So as I mentioned, Colorado, St. Louis, Edmonton will all be there. Um, of course, I think Vegas will be back in the playoff picture. You don't go through that many injuries and be that talented. I think Vegas, um, still has a couple more kicks at the can at this before they have to make some drastic changes. Teams I see the Canucks can catch if they have a good offseason. I don't think I think Nashville can get got. Um, Philip Forsberg, of course, is a free agent. Who knows if he's going to be back? Dallas, you know, they're getting kind of long in the tooth. Um, Jake Ottinger was brilliant, but that was such a small sample size. Who knows if he carries on the regular season? Again, Sagan Ben era is kind of um, coming to an end in Dallas. LA was kind of a fluke franchise um, this year. I don't see LA. You know, I think they're a good team. I think they'll be around, but I don't trust them. And who knows what Calgary can do? Will Johnny Hockey stay in Calgary? He's a free agent. Or will he go out east? So the Western Conference is, it's not the Eastern Conference. You can, you know, make, hey, there's about four or five teams in the West that I think are locks. But other than that, there's not a three, four spots available in the Western Conference for the Canucks to potentially sneak up on teams. But it all comes back to this offseason. If you're going to trade JT Miller, acquire players that will help you in chasing that playoff push. Don't trade them for just assets because you have, like I said yesterday, you have three superstars, three pillars that are entering their primes right now. You want to maximize that. You're going to keep Bo Horvat. Sounds like you're going to keep Brock Besser. So you're going to have talent there, young players in their prime or players in their prime. You got to keep going for it. You got to keep plugging along. So if you trade JT Miller, you got to hire, not hire, acquire legitimate assets. So like I said, previous block, I don't think they're going to trade JT Miller, but if they are, you got to get something certain. And also the Western Conference, as I just mentioned, you can, you know, it is open. Who knows what's going to happen? Evander Kane's a free agent in Edmonton. Is he going to re-up? You know, Nazem Kadri in Colorado. He's up. We'll see what happens, right? So that's that. It's going to be interesting. Tomorrow is Friday. So we're going to have another fun episode on a Friday. Um, and yeah, 
of course, this has been Locked on Canucks. Take care, guys. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Canucks your first listen every day. For your second listen, uh, Locked on NHL. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked on NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Here's the latest and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and wherever you get your podcast services. Once again, guys, take care. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.